0: Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> right now. So what's your Perfect. favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it. We don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome,
1: Welcome to, to you. you.
0: Can sip, sip with, us. with us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Oh, were you sipping on anything? I was sipping a shake. Oh, nice! I was sipping. I rushed home. I had to do um, some errands today, and so then I rushed home. I only had like seven minutes before yeah. we had to meet, and so I made a shake. Um, it was quite delicious. Were you sipping any? Oh, you were sipping a matcha.
1: I had a little Friday, I a Friday matcha, mm-hmm. and and full disclosure. Uh, And sometimes this happens where we'll actually do the introduction after we've recorded with a guest. And that is exactly what's happened. We've just spent the last hour with our upcoming guest. You know, you'll hear a full introduction here soon. But I almost have an adrenaline rush.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Today is a deep dive about what nobody really openly talks about and yet everybody should.
0: Yeah, I feel like I was excited to have her on because I, I'm I am wanting to like learn more about things, but I was not expecting to be this excited about the topic, yeah. you know, and like yeah. now to implement.
1: Yeah. So the topic is menstrual cycles. Yeah. And
0: and your hormones, hormone health and
1: and your hormones and it's really like information to be able to significantly change how you feel throughout your your 28 day or so cycle and to feel as good as you should. And we're going to talk all about that. But I think one of the biggest takeaways for me was so much of the message in our society, and we know this, but it really like is for men. And some of the mm-hmm. things we don't even realize or are for men. and And what I mean by that is like, like, oh, women should just have to deal with periods or, or, oh, fasting, you know, these health messages that kind of come out. And then you dig into this and you're like, oh, but, but wait, maybe that's not best for me. Or maybe I shouldn't, you know, and you start to question and it's the conversation, like these holding space and creating communities where women can learn about the things that we go through, whether it's, menstrual cycles, whether it's pregnancy, whether it's postpartum, like significant things in our life yeah. Yeah. that so often we're just...
0: Menopause. We just
1: like, deal with things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's it's also made fun of sometimes. Um, like yeah. I don't stand for it. So like no one says it to me, I feel like. But they probably used to, where it's like, oh, are you on your period? Like, if you're mad about something, we just write it off because she's hormonal or she's on her period. It's like, no, fucker, I am. I am actually a woman who is experiencing things that are out of my control. And the world was made for you. But I don't have to just, like, bend to your ways anymore. Like, there is legitimacy here. And I feel like we're made to feel like we're crazy or something. And it's like, no, we're actually – 50% of the world is – going through this. And yet it was the hundred percent of the world was not built for us, you know? So I loved that this conversation that we had with her, um, I love her vibe too. Was she a vibe? Yes. Just like a chill, but like take no shit kind of vibe. Yeah. Intelligent,
1: very, very smart and helpful, um, and generous with Mm -hmm. the time and information. So hope you all, um, really like turn the volume up on this and share this episode with the women in your life
0: and enjoy. Okay. The time is here. We're so excited to bring you guys this guest because this is actually something that we've been talking about. I don't know if it's on this Tuesday show or if it's on Patreon, but we've been talking about this for a couple of years, like trying to figure out our hormones, which a big part of that is understanding our cycle and how to support ourselves throughout all of those phases. And we weren't really sure who to go to. And then we found someone and we're bringing her to you today. And so I can't wait to introduce you guys. Her name is Jacqueline or Jack, and she is a cycle sync coach for female entrepreneurs and not your average woman. She's a 10-year vet in the online space, and she realized the secret to building a sustainable business and avoiding burnout is by prioritizing (coughs) our hormones and making our cycle the main character. She prides herself on educating women in a way that never makes them feel like they're in a classroom or doctor's office so that the information can trickle down to all generations of females, and we've got that here. And so welcome, Jack, to the pod.
2: Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here and to chat with your community. Ah, it's an honor.
0: Yes, <laughs> we're so excited. Okay, so I think f- to kick it off first, um, a little obviously introduce yourself and maybe how you became, because online you're the menstrual mogo menstrual Mm -hmm. mogul. So how did you become, you know, how did you become an expert in this space?
2: Absolutely. It kind of fell into my lap unexpectedly. So as you mentioned in the intro, I've been in the online space for 10 years. I've been an online entrepreneur and in 10 years ago, I Built a what I would call successful business and network marketing. And I had a lot of success with it. But what wasn't successful was my personal life that was happening outside of my phone and on the other side of things. So I was ticking off a lot of boxes, you know, hitting six figures, having a successful team and hitting all these check boxes that would make you successful from the outside. But on the inside and in my personal life, I had no boundaries around my phone. I was walking through every moment of my life looking for how I could turn it into an Instagram post or a story to inspire someone to sign up with me. And I also struggled with following one-size-fits-all anything, whether it was a business strategy, a workout pr- program, a nutrition program. And I thought that it was a character flaw, that I was just an in- inconsistent person. Mm. But after finding out what you guys are going to find out on this podcast episode, you're going to realize that it's not a consistency flaw. Maybe it's just that your cycle's been ignored for a long time. When you so, say uh,
1: – sorry yeah, to uh, – um, already, but – um. When you say one-size-fits-all approach, can you expand on that a little bit more?
2: Absolutely. So what I mean by that is, for instance, a meal plan that has you eating the same amount of calories, the same amount of certain nutrients each and every day. Got it. And I'll get into when I break down a little bit about our cycle, why that matters and how that changes, but also um, that can do have to do with a business strategy too. anything that makes you want to show up the same way every single day with the same amount of energy, the same amount of creativity, or what have you, those benefit a male's hormone cycle and not a woman's hormone cycle. So Mm. that's where Mm. I felt like it was going against me a lot. And I thought it was just a character flaw. So I actually I'm Mm. from Pennsylvania originally, and I was running this business that I was successful on the outside and then moved to Wyoming, <laughs> which is the complete mm-hmm. opposite environment. Um, I moved out to Wyoming to be with my now husband, kind of left everything I knew back in Philadelphia. And I took that move as a time to tap out, tap out of everything. Mm-hmm. My, my health and fitness journey, my business, my everything, it fizzled out. And I, would consider it. I burned the F out from it. Mm -hmm. And so I took time being immersed in nature and really trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I have an entrepreneurial spirit. I'm creative. I don't want to be tied to a nine to five job or a desk job. So I knew I had to do something, but I just didn't know what that was. And it was just at the beginning of the pandemic, I was walking with a friend who was a doula, so she had a lot of knowledge around hormonal health and our cycle, and I was explaining that I was having some symptoms that I was going over with her and just to give you guys a background, I have grown up with chronically painful periods. I was told it was hereditary. I would have to stay home from school, I would be doubled over in pain, I would throw up sometimes even I was like physically ill from my periods. Wow! And what I'm gonna teach you got rid of it. (laughs) So that's been an immersive transformation in and of itself. But I was experiencing symptoms that I had considered normal because society and (laughs) doctor's offices and other places have created the narrative that periods are painful and that's normal and that's Mm -hmm. common, but it's not normal. And she encouraged me to read a book. It's called Fix Your Period by Nicole Jardim. And I remember reading Fix Your Period by Nicole Jardim. She's an amazing person to follow on Instagram, too. Cool. And so I read that book, and there was a line in there. There was some fact, and I believe the fact was when you're on the hormonal birth control pill, you're not getting a period. That bleed that you're getting is not a period. And I had been, I had used to be on birth control for a while, the pill, and I was like, well, what the F am I getting then? Like, what is that? Why am I even dealing with that if it's not even a period? And so one thing about me is once I find something out, I have to dig up the rest of the truth. I have Uh to know what else they're not telling us. Mm. I have to research it all. Mm -hmm. So I went down a rabbit hole during the pandemic and really just got into (laughs) um, the concept of syncing multiple aspects of your life with your cycle. So I learned about The four phases that we go through specifically around different energy, creativity, and other aspects of being a person throughout our cycle and how you could actually link what you're doing in your business, your workouts, your food, everything that I had been doing in my past career, how I could synchronize it with my cycle. So I began with the food and fitness aspect since that's what I was used to creating and enjoying and following. And then a light bulb went off and I was like, man, if I had this information when I started my online business, however many years ago, the relief and guilt that would have had left my body would have been mm. incredible. So that's why my mission is to really get out this message, especially to the girl boss, PTSD girls mm. and show them that we don't have to follow this system. That's really this hustle system that's been created to work with a man's hormone cycle instead of ours. And so that's how I got here. So I've been doing that for about three years now in the synchronization of our cycle space. Is
0: it's this interesting. what you do full oh sorry.
2: Oh no go ahead Ash. Is this
0: what you do full time now? Is this Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. What were you saying, Call?
1: Chris and I are listening right now to this podcast it's an entertainment podcast called the Patience. have you mm. heard of this no i haven't okay quick this is like so this is just like an entertainment fave but it's like this really good Crazy true story about these women who were going in for IVF treatments, and they were the nurses were siphoning off the fentanyl. So they were giving these women before they went into these surgeries. They were giving them saline, so they were in instead of fentanyl. <gasps> I, so they were. I heard this of this. Tr- yeah. True, and this is true, and it's a <laughs> yeah. crazy ass story and a really good like. It's. I feel bad saying it's entertainment, but it's like. It's, yeah, it's wild. Like crime it's like, yeah. it's like, holy <laughs> hell. Wow. Um, but what's, what was so crazy to me in listening to this is like these, all of these women are in pain cause they're like, and they're saying this hurts and this is crazy and I'm in pain and I'm in pain and I'm in pain and I'm in pain. And, in pain, and, in pain. and it was like, like the theme, the bigger theme is like, wh- who's, who, who's listening to women and why is women's mm. pain like, Normalized, And I think periods mm-hmm. and menstrual cycles is like a lot of women, a lot of listeners to this podcast, you know, every single month might be in an extraordinary amount of pain mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. real. And yet we're just sort of like it's like expected that we just like handle it. And there Absolutely. was a time in, in my life where there was like a year of really crazy periods that I just endured because I was like, well, this is just this is just what happens to what women. women. Yeah. And so I think your message is like really important. I'm really glad you're here. Excited to learn more. But like also to our listeners, like it, like like just like you're spreading the word, like spread this podcast. Let's like follow mm-hmm. you because like it sh- it's not normal. Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be in an extraordinary amount of pain every month. It's just like no and and your what you're going through matters.
2: Yes. Yeah, and it really truly does and that's why Like I said in or mentioned in the intro, I never want women to feel like they're in a doctor's office or a classroom because that's where we're not being heard or we're being gaslit. I have been so gaslit in Mm. a doctor's office and that's not everyone's Mm -hmm. experience. This isn't shitting on Western medicine completely, (laughs) but it is a thing that has been normalized. And so I'm trying not to normalize it for everyone. And to encourage women not to settle for it because I am a walking testimony, but countless of my clients with working with me and what I'm going to teach you guys on this podcast within five days, got rid of like their mood swings or whatever other normalized PMS symptom or painful period system symptom. It can be helped very quickly with the right habits. And again, just making your cycle and having a little bit of knowledge around it, the main character.
1: Oh, I'm very
0: interested. That's what I'm on. My ears you know, are a, perked up. Yes. <laughs> I'm on this gut health journey and it's the same yeah. thing where it's just sort of written off of like, oh no, all your labs are normal. This is just part of aging. And it's like, what? Let me just advocate for myself and see if that's true. So why don't we, why don't we break down is, is a good place to start like learning mm-hmm. about the four, cause there's four stages of the cycle.
2: Yes. And so. It depends who you're learning from, because you're learning from me, aka I call it the House of Menstrual Mogul. We talk about energy here. I am in no way a professional in helping women who are dealing with extreme cases of endometriosis or... Mm -hmm. Really late stage PCOS, like what I can teach you will help, but that does warrant an expert. But overall, I'm trying to teach women how to not only sync food and fitness, but also their work. And so that is easily Mm. broken up into four phases. And each phase actually correlates with a season of the year, and that's backed up by traditional Chinese medicine, something that I personally resonate with a lot and feel like it just makes sense. Yeah. Um, but say if you were going in for IVF or some other thing, you might hear the phases broken up into two or three phases, but that's more from a biological standpoint than what I'm talking about, a, okay. a, a habitual standpoint. Okay, So I will start with the phase that everyone knows when they're in it, which is your period. And we consider this the winter phase of your cycle. It is around three to seven days, depending on your unique cycle. And if you think about winter, this is a time where it's cold outside, so we're retreating in. And if you think about winter, specifically the end of the year, the end of December, that's a time where we're really reflective because of Mm. everything ending. We're thinking about what went right during the year, what (laughs) went wrong, what we want to let go of and maybe set new goals for ourselves in the upcoming year. And this is something that you can practice and use during the week of your period too. You're going to feel very reflective, analytical. And because of your hormones being at their lowest, believe it or not, the week of your period, your Mm. hormones are at their lowest, which We've been told we're hormonal during our period, right? Yes. That's not not true. It's not a fact. So because of the way our hormones are so low, it kind of feels like maybe if you're dealing with painful periods, uh, the first two days may not feel that way. But once that veil has kind of lifted, the left and right hemisphere of your brain are communicating on a firing level. So this emotional side and analytical side have a lot of communication energizing Mm. between them. So I personally love, I'm all about breaking rules. And I believe first of the months, new years, any shit like that should be done the week of your period, not a Monday or September first or whatever. So I'm always encouraging people to journal, to reflect, to Get curious about their goals and other aspects of their life, and I also consider it. You know, say you're in. I give the example. Say you're in a shitty relationship, and during the other phases of your cycle, you could probably suppress all these red flags. But if the week of your period, it's hard to ignore. Take that seriously. You should
1: mm, take that into clarity. Account.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of clarity. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to the health side of things, if you think about winter, we want to eat a lot of warming foods. If you think about your period that is like red from blood, you want to think about eating stuff such as beets or kidney beans, foods that have that deep, rich color. Also, since you're losing blood, you want to replenish your minerals. So eating certain types of seafood or even seaweed can be really replenishing or iron. And then as far as movement, that's something that is kind of a case-by-case basis. You want to listen to your body. If you are feeling low energy, you definitely want to keep it to walks, mat Pilates, maybe something like that. But also, if you do have a healthier cycle, this is a great time to strength train because your hormones are at their lowest. So that's a case-by-case basis depending on what you're dealing with. Wait,
1: why is strength training good when hormones are low? Or like why – what?
2: so I follow Stacy Stem. I'm in no way like a physiologist or like an expert yeah. in that department, but she is an Stacy Stims is her name, and she created a book called Roar, which is an incredible book. And she helps like high level athletes, you know, like ultra marathon yeah. runners, shit like that. And she explains and shows studies about how when your hormones are lowest, strength training is actually something really great to incorporate. Okay. Um, I would have to, you know, you'd have to dig into the studies to get no, that's the exact cool. reasons, I'm but cool. yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Um, and I've it's a good time to do like strength. Like actually challenge yourself because of that. So that's something to keep in mind. But after winter, we enter the spring phase. So this is called the follicular phase of your cycle. And it's around seven to 10 days. And when I think about springtime and this transition into spring, I always think about I'm from the East Coast. And that first day that you could wear a T-shirt or flip flops because it was finally warm enough. Mm amped you up. You were just so yeah. stoked about what's to come. And you're like, I'm ready to start doing things and to plan out and to get everything going because <laughs> I've kind of been retreated during this winter season. yeah. And so the follicular phase of your cycle is a time where you will naturally feel inclined to plan and to create. I call this my writing phase. And the problem that most of us women have gotten hung up on is we get this surge of energy and we're thinking it's our new baseline of energy almost. And so we're like, okay, this is my new level that I'm working with, and I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then we plan out the rest of our month as if we will have that energy, which you're about to learn isn't the case. Uh But it's a great time to run with that creativity and that momentum During that phase of your cycle, if you think about the food aspect, you want to begin eating probiotics that set you up for a healthy ovulation, which is the next phase, or a lot of leafy greens as your estrogen is rising, you want to make sure that your liver is able to detox any excess Mm -hmm. estrogen if that's something that you deal with, which many, many, many women do. And then as far as workouts, definitely higher energy workouts that include hits, strength training, anything that feels good and fun to you is great to do during that phase of your cycle. And then after spring comes summer, which is our Hot Girl Summer ovulatory phase. And that's around mm-hmm. three to five days. And this is a time where we are feeling like Beyonce. <laughs> and so because of the, what's happening, we're primarily trying to attract a mate during this phase of your cycle. But I think you can attract other things into your life. You know, if you're a female entrepreneur, you could attract clients into your world. The frontal cortex of your brain is really flimsy during this phase of your cycle. So you feel ballsy about what you have to say. You aren't afraid Mm. to say it. Um, And it's a time where hormones are rising. They're, they're, almost peaking as they do in the luteal phase, which is the next phase. But this is a time where you can go hard with your workouts, like HIIT workouts. And also, again, because your hormones are especially estrogen is peaking, you want to eat leafy greens that help detox that and really keep your liver at an working at an optimal level. But this is a time where you just kind of want to be a social butterfly. We're just ending summer. And that's a time where you want to go out, vacate, go to happy hour and really just socialize with people. You don't want to be stuck behind a desk or doing anything that you have to like stay stagnant in. Mm -hmm. So that's a really fun time in our cycle. Especially, I feel like as a business owner, that's like my favorite time. What, <laughs> what the days are these? So, so okay,
1: period is one through seven, roughly. Mm-hmm. Be three, so like ballparks, and then so, so then spring would be like anywhere from uh, seven to. 17 or 3 to 13? Yeah. Kind
2: of. And it's, it's completely unique. And technically, so technically the follicular phase, if you were looking at it from a biological standpoint, your period is the start of the follicular phase. So it all kind of blends together. Mm. But again, from what I'm talking about, from an energetic standpoint, I break it into two. So I would say the period's more like a five-day situation, but it can range from three to seven. Everybody's cycle is so different. So Um, What I encourage you to do is definitely start logging your period in an app that can give you projections of when you'll be in each phase. So I use the Stardust app or the Hmm. 28 app or the Nuna Woman app. Those are all apps that give you projections and it will take a few cycles for the app or whatever you use to get to get familiar with you. I use my aura ring. I look at my, what my temperature is and kind of break it up into my higher energy versus my lower energy phases based on my body temperature.
1: Got it. Cool.
2: Yeah. So one thing to notate from a health perspective during the end of menstrual follicular and ovulatory phases, our metabolism is slowed down. So these one size fits all uh, workout programs or nutrition programs are really easy to follow during those phases of your cycle. That's where you kind of feel like you're nailing it and you can stick to it and you have the motivation and gusto to do that. Then we enter the luteal phase of our cycle, which is the fall, and that's around 10 to 14 days. And this is especially during the second half of that phase. That's where PMS could rear its ugly head, which is usually from a rapid drop in hormones right before our period. And if you think about fall, it's a time we're entering fall right now, and it's a time where we really want to tie up loose ends of what we want to accomplish before the end of the year, right? We're setting goals and being like, okay, summer's over. We had our fun. Let's get to this. And so this is something that you can experience within your cycle too. We are doing a lot of the unsexy behind the scenes stuff. Women who are pregnant are perpetually kind of in a luteal phase. So that's why Mm. they're nesting the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so this is a time where, while you may not be forward facing getting the sexy stuff done, you're still accomplishing a lot on your to-do list in other ways. And when it comes to food, if you think about what you're eating in the fall, you're eating butternut squash and sweet potatoes and protein and delicious things. And that's what you can eat during the luteal phase of your cycle. So your body temperature is rising during that phase, which means your metabolism is increased and you need more calories you need Mm. a lot more protein you want to eat some starchy vegetables such as sweet potatoes or even maybe brown rice Mm. so that your body's satiated and you're eating more often and also stabilize like glucose levels for sure and like blood sugar levels eat frequently eat often and that Mm. alone has radically improved all of my clients, PMS symptoms, like mood swings are no more. They're not crying at the drop of a hat. They're not having a Menti B and like literally, literally making business. sure they
1: have the right nourishment during that yes. time. Is, is that my yes. understanding that right? Because mm-hmm. are you so like the mood swing piece is like hanger or blood sugar swinging yes. during that time. Okay.
2: Also during this phase of your cycle, you're all right. Re- your body's already predisposed to having a little bit higher cortisol, your stress hormone. So we're already Mm. experiencing that on a higher level Mm -hmm. during our luteal phase. And so if you're not keeping that at bay, and we all know what happens when the cortisol cap kind of blows off, it's hard to get it back down and contain it once our stress has gone through the roof. So the way I teach my clients to do that is through food, through stabilizing glucose. And yeah, PMS and mood swings can often be dwindled down to hanger. And so back to what those one size fits all things, you try to follow a 1200 calorie meal plan. And you feel like a freaking loser because you can't do it. And then you're pissed off, you're hungry. Mm. And you feel like it's a domino effect, such a domino effect.
1: Or on the, you know, on the flip side, it's like, whereas your body might have been able to handle a blood sugar type event. Like, Mm -hmm you know, that, that sugary coffee in the morning maybe is okay for most of your cycle. If you're if you're like, but then in that luteal phase, it could be sending you for more of a roller coaster. Just be like thoughtful about yes. how your, what your, you know, sugar, especially in that 10 to 14 days.
2: Yeah. When it comes to boundaries, self-care, food, everything, women should be on top of their game for at least that kind of seven day period, especially during the second half of the luteal phase, because from the ovulatory phase into the luteal phase, you kind of have like a runoff of energy. It, this all blends together. It's very yeah. hard sometimes for my type A gals to real not realize that, but to be okay with that because it is something that blends together. Um, And in addition to the four different phases of your cycle and how they correlate with your season, the seasons of the year, I also believe, and I call this your phase sun and rising season sign. So you know how you have like sun, moon and rising Mm -hmm. sign. I believe that what your period is like during the summertime is very different from what your period is like during the wintertime. So you kind of have an umbrella season Mm. that is giving you an overall vibe. So during the summer, we have probably a much more higher energy period. And then your ovulatory phase is probably out of the roof during that time Mm. of year. And then when winter hits, our periods are probably like super low energy, and especially the end of that luteal phase. And even our ovulatory phase may just be like scaled back a bit, if that makes sense.
0: All right, we're talking here about how to feel fresh and kickstarting a new routine to take care of yourself. Why not kickstart a fresh fall routine in the kitchen? With HelloFresh. HelloFresh handles all the meal planning and shopping to deliver everything you need to cook up a tasty meal right at home. They do the hard part and then you get the credit for it. They've got tons of meals to choose from. They have, you know, a, it's all seasonal, so they've got this new fresh fall lineup. With delicious dinners. And you can pick from over 40 weekly recipes that suit your lifestyle from veggie to family friendly to fit and wholesome. You can stock your fridge with breakfast, quick lunches, fresh snacks. Just shop HelloFresh Market and add any of these tasty time saving solutions into your weekly box.
1: We're obsessed with HelloFresh over here. We have the best meal last night it's one that whenever i see it on their menu i snag Mm. it's like an onion crunch chicken so i love well i love their all their meals but they they do these ones where it's like everything's on one baking sheet which is super awesome we had like our veggies right our chicken just like everything goes in um and, and comes out And I'll tell you what, the meals, they come together, you know, easily. You've got everything you need, the right portion size and all of that. So it's so it's such a nice lift off of like the mental load of having to do all of it. But then they taste interesting. It's like, okay, these are like familiar and not too crazy, but they are interesting and they taste good. And we genuinely look forward to them. They're so delicious. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 sip and use code 50 sip for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. That's hellofresh.com slash 50 sip and use code 50 sip for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Yeah. So what Like, if you don't mind getting, like, too personal, like, for for you, like, what was it specifically for you that you're like, okay, I made these changes and then it – and I know everyone's going to be different. That's, like, you know, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: thing. Well, and I'm also wondering how – where do you start? Yeah. Kind of because it's like, do we have to wait until – are, cause if so many women are so out of touch because we've been told to just like white knuckle it through, it doesn't matter what's going on. You just get up and do the same things every day yeah. all the time. Right. Um, so do you wait until your period? And then you're like, okay, now I know where I'm at and then try to track. Cause I feel like what we've done for so long is turn the volume down on our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Like listening and hearing ourselves. And so it's now like, let's turn it back up. But How can someone start today or do you recommend waiting until your period and then you know where you are? You know what I mean?
2: That's a great question. So what I would suggest is most of us can look back and know when our last period was. So if you can implement that or know that knowledge and then put it into one of the apps I suggested earlier, that should give you a projection and some kind of baseline to work with. And that'll give you an idea of what phase you're in. Um, But, what I love to do, because there's a lot of information even around the term cycle syncing out on the internet between TikTok and Instagram. And it is overwhelming. I have clients come to me and they're like, I just have no idea where to start. Mm -hmm. So I like to give them a rundown where I've gathered a lot of information. I've gotten certified in women's hormone health. There's a lot of little details that are scientific and like medical and everything. And that stuff goes right over my head. I don't resonate with it. It doesn't tap into my emotions. And I think that's that's why this information isn't reaching women the way that it mm. should. So what I like to do is tell my clients, I, I have a, um, I'm sure you guys have heard of the challenge, the 75 hard, something that I believe goes completely against a woman's cycle, mm. especially if they're dealing with PMS and painful periods. So I decided to create something of my own called the 28 Sync, oh. And basically it gives you five habits that if you just did them you'll be good. And it's a great freaking foundation to work off of. Mm. So the habit number one is to have two phase friendly foods each day. And so with my coaching, I never want to add more to a woman's plate. So many people are already so busy and don't want to get started with this because they think it's just going to be a lot of work. This isn't going to be a lot of work. It's going to be rearranging the habits you're already doing and making Mm. it work for your cycle instead of against it. So what is a phase-friendly food? It's (laughs) kind of what I was just mentioning. There's different foods that have different nutrients that support the different phases (laughs) of your cycle. And inside of my courses and programs, I have resources, but you can also do your own research. And there's probably something on the internet that can give you some type of context of what those certain foods are. Mm -hmm. So have, you know, whether that's you're in your follicular phase and you just add some carrots to a meal or some avocado to a meal, like Mm -hmm. that is seconds of your day that you can integrate it. And then the next stipulation or guideline would be to do 30 minutes of phase friendly movement. Mm -hmm. So definitely during those higher energy phases, such as end of period, follicular and ovulatory. That could be something like a 30-minute HIIT workout, hardcore strength training, maybe CrossFit, or if you're into that. And then during the luteal phase, I like to do a lot of bar workouts or low-impact strength training, anything that just is going to be more of a steady state type of workout. Mm -hmm. And so the rules around that is that Say you're in the follicular phase, you can do anything that's a high energy phase, you can do anything from the low energy phases that falls into like the category of what styles of workout. And again, I have resources around this, but if you're in the luteal phase, you can't do any of the higher energy stuff. Cause that would kind okay. of go against it. So like it's interchangeable, but only for the higher energy phases. Um, and one important thing to think about is that if you are a woman that's dealing with really bad PMS and mood swings, you do want to keep your workouts to 30 minutes or less, especially if they're higher impact. And it feels so resistant to think of that we're always told to do more and more and more. But really, if your body's in this stress state with high cortisol, you're just jacking it up by doing longer workouts, even past like 45 minutes. So that's why the 30 minute guideline is in there. So the third guideline, and this is the only one from the 75 hard I took, is drink 100 ounces of water. I think everyone's dehydrated. And I've heard some stories of women improving their cycle and their period from just drinking more clean water, hopefully. And so that's something that I encourage a lot of my clients to do and have there as a baseline. And then these are the two other things that I recommend. And they're the one is something most women are resistant to, but it's going to leave you the most impact. And that is to eat something before your coffee or your caffeine mm-hmm. for the day. Mm-hmm. And I I had a TikTok video go viral. And I feel like everyone heard me say, don't drink coffee in the morning. And that is not what I'm asking you to do. Obviously, if you're dealing with really extreme symptoms, it may be something you want to experiment taking off your plate just to let your body heal for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a mean hormone coach. I know that for so many women, it is their only source of joy in the morning and why they get up. So what I'll ask is instead for you to drink or eat a little bit of something. Ideally, it would be protein and healthy fats in it so that your body feels safe and is better able to handle the caffeine that you're about to drink. Mm. And so (laughs) this is where I get a lot of rebuttal because of studies around fasting and intermittent fasting specifically. And that's something I used to do. And women will tell me they're just not hungry in the morning. But intermittent fasting studies are done on postmenopausal, women or mostly men that we are complicated subjects as women that go through these different phases. And you could see how, like from a science standpoint, they're like, that's too complicated. We just need like an overall broad test subject. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I hope in the future that there's more studies done on that, but there haven't been. And again, if you're in this state where you're chronically stressed and then you're drinking caffeine on an empty stomach, it's like shooting up your cortisol and that makes you get painful periods, PMS, and then go into the luteal phase and have a whole mental breakdown and it's just a disaster. So if your body's able to eat a little bit first, it's going to feel safe.
0: Yeah. So on interesting. this gut health journey that I've been on and hormone health, really, that was one of the first things they pulled was like fasting, basically. She said, your goal is you have to eat within an hour of waking up, no caffeine uh, without, you know, like I don't eat, I call it like eat caffeine naked, right? Like there's gotta be some other things if I'm gonna have that. And if you listening to this are fasting and you're afraid, cause so much of the, of, uh, the other part of women is the way that we look and our size mm-hmm. and- fasting for weight loss. And I will just say that I actually lost more weight quicker once I started eating. Um, So if you're afraid, because I was afraid to give up fasting, it had become a part of my, you know, stay lean plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was actually totally working against me and causing my body to be under so much stress because that's what I would do. I'd wake up and I'd have like a pre-workout or some sort of caffeine. And then I'd I'd be fasted, which is a stressor. I'd have my caffeine, which is a stressor. And then I'd go work out, which is a stressor, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like blowing up my body at the start of a day. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing the right thing. All the right things. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like failing myself. And um, so if you are listening to this and like, I'm afraid to give up fasting for the weight loss piece, I would say try it because you might be like, you might be very surprised at how your body responds. Yeah.
2: I've never, yes. And I'm so glad you shared that story because I too would do the same exact thing. And I might have had two baby abs, but guess what? My period was shit. And mm-hmm. so your period and what that qual- your period quality is like, as well as the other parts of your cycle is your fifth vital sign. So if it is acting up, if you are getting symptoms such as PMS, mood swings, hormonal acne, or painful periods, that is your body communicating that a vital sign is in need of help. Mm. If we had Raised blood pressure or a skyrocketing fever, we don't ignore it, do we? But again, here we are in 2023, we've been served the narrative that it's just normal to have these symptoms pop up and that we should just deal with it. And it's Mm -hmm. bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I don't think women realize how you were explaining, Ashley, that. It's this compound of things. Coffee in the morning, first thing, is normalized. And that may be okay for postmenopausal women or men, but it's not for us in this chronic stress state that we're in. And so, yeah, thank you for sharing that because it truly is a domino effect. And if you can just... Eat a little bit of something. Also, women are like, I'm not hungry in the morning. Like, I th- I want to throw up at the thought of eating. That's a sign that your metabolism is slow, honey. Ooh, like, it it needs yeah. some help. And so, if you're wake up and you're hungry in the morning, that's an amazing, incredible sign. So that's why interesting. That's in there, yeah. I'm, I'm loving this message. So, like, um, yeah, I I did a lot of. Uh,
1: listeners who've been here for a while know like my journey last year when I was pregnant with uh, my daughter Ellie was blood sugar so I had gestational diabetes Mm -hmm. and that was like a whole a whole thing and a lot of learning and um, one of the big things with blood sugar too was this making sure we're eating eating in the morning Mm -hmm. not drinking coffee on an empty stomach like there's so much that can come into an alignment with these changes and what I love about everything on your 28 sync is i'll admit i came in with a little bit of a um a curiosity around like like there's a lot i think in a lot of people's worlds that are not within their control per se when it comes to like kids like you have to, like that's yep. is what it is like they come before Things And so how much can I control certain elements of my world or like I do have uh, a nine to five, like there's Mm -hmm. my calendar is not really in my control all that much. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's so there's things, things with that. And yet everything on your list that can make such a big impact is very much within everyone's control. And I love that. I love that.
2: I do have one more guideline of the 28th sink, and I'm glad you brought up blood sugar because that's part of it. So the last, it's the daily five, that's what I call it. And the fifth one is to do two glucose hacks each day. And so I am obsessed with this woman. She's called the glucose goddess and she's on Instagram. I'm sure you guys have seen her. She shows how by doing certain habits or eating our food in a specific style or doing other blood sugar hacks that it keeps our blood sugar more stable from. And honestly, this is the way that I've been able to eat chocolate every day and be consistent Mm -hmm. every day with what I'm eating and feel more confident than I have in years. And Mm -hmm. so what this also does is help balance your hormones, especially those girls dealing with PCOS. Blood sugar stabilization is like your Massive. bread and butter, nice. for l- yeah. lack of a better metaphor. Yeah. But so some of the glucose hacks could be the way you eat the the um, you know if you had a perfect meal like steak, vegetables, potatoes, and a dessert, you would want to eat the vegetables first, which is the greens and the veggies, and that creates a lining in your stomach that helps your body better able to handle what it, else it's about to eat. And then you would want to eat the protein or healthy fats, so the steak. And then you want to eat the carbohydrates last, which would be your potato and then dessert. So I never say no to chocolate ever in my life, but I got to have some veggies and protein first. And that's like my compromise. And I'm a rebel. I love to break rules. And I'm like, okay, well, I can I can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so – But what if you go out to a place such as like Chipotle or whatever and you have a mixed bowl or a burrito, something that's completely blended together, ways you can stabilize your glucose with that. And I love sharing these tips with women because going out and being social is a huge thing. And I love that you could choose phase-friendly foods from the menu, depending on where you are. And I teach all my clients how to do that too. But if your food is mixed all together, you can either take a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and water beforehand, or some type of vinegar glucose stabilization solution. I have something different I actually use. (laughs) But if you don't have access to that, like at a restaurant or something, then just walking or using your muscles in some type of way, whether that's with like housework or whatever, after a meal for at least 10 minutes would be helpful too. Mm -hmm. And that lessens the spike. And what I love about glucose goddess is she shows how that happens, like eating mango with, uh, you know, before workout and like what it's like after the workout or what the glucose spike is like afterwards. And so it's really cool to see the scientific data back up, what she's suggesting to do. So yeah, that last 28 sync stipulation is to do at least two glucose hacks. I can usually do them with every meal because again, it's kind of just reworking what you're already doing. And it's kind of a way to keep intentionality around how you're eating and when you're eating and kind of having proper meals too, which I think we all know is a good thing to do. And so that's it. Those are the five things. And if you can do that, you will radically see your cycle and other parts of your period and PMS improve. And it is important to keep in mind that what you do this cycle affects what your next cycle is like. Mm -hmm. So you may be like a week before your period. So your period's kind of always the week where you're getting feedback of like, If it was painful, probably something's a little bit out of whack. If it wasn't, whatever you did the month prior is probably good. Um, But for instance, like last November, I went on a plane. I went to Mexico. I was eating food out of my house, just out of my normal routine. No regrets. Best time ever. But that following period was jacked. And Mm. the coolest thing about this information, though, is that I know what to do to, like, fix it and it's not a big deal and it doesn't feel like oh i have to get back on track which is exhausting to think about mm-hmm. given my history but rather i'm just like okay i'm getting this feedback i know what to do and we just keep moving oh my gosh yeah at,
1: at what point um so so like the mood swing link i totally tracking that I, i'm loving all of this um a, another symptom is like pain right mm-hmm so like cramp, crampy, like how much of that are you saying like no cramps is possible? Or are you saying like, wow, okay. So,
2: yeah. So in our bodies, we actually create something called prostaglandins. Naturally, if everything's working harmoniously, we create things called prostaglandins. And we have one that comes into play during the week of our period that acts as our body's natural mildle it's it's the anti-pain i forget what a prostaglandin is called like besides the name of it but basically it's nature's way of giving us an advil pill during the week of our period and so for hormones and the ebbs and flows of it through sinking our food our workouts and other stressors or mitigating stressors is working harmoniously then we shouldn't have painful periods. You may feel a twinge, but that's it. And I'm a walking testimony. I have countless clients that have experienced this too. I literally would call out of work. I would be doubled over in pain, heavy, heavy, intense periods tied to my heating pad. And now it it is nothing. It's wow. nothing. Mm-hmm. At what
1: point should – like at what point like I you can even mention like okay this is my realm and then there's certain things that's like you Mm -hmm. need to go see someone yeah are there like indicators of when you should go see someone so like for me I the year that I talked about where it was really really bad I had a fibroid um yes
2: yeah that can be something Mm -hmm. really
1: intense so like So like, are there indicators like in terms of if your period is extra long or like, what are the kind of abnormalities that you'd be like, okay, you you need to go see someone?
0: Yeah,
2: I would say if prior to your period. So I think this is something that we don't, we weren't taught. So women, we just don't know any better. But our period starts the day where it's like, Red blood, like bloody murder blood. A lot of women consider the start of their period when they start spotting, and that's not the case. That's actually usually because it's like brown or like a darker color. That means it's most likely been oxygenated or oxygenated. I don't know the right word. Yeah, oxygenated uh, from a prior cycle, and that it's left over from the prior cycle. So if you are spotting more than Like five days, I would say probably go to a doctor. And also something that I know is an indicator of wanting to maybe just get some more answers from an expert is blood clots that are like bigger than an inch or anything like that. And so that's why I love the Diva Cup, because you can definitely see like what's coming out and what's actually happening rather than using any other type of, you know, sanitary option. Yep. But those are the main ones. And then just like being so so doubled over in pain. I mean, if anyone needs resource, I-, I may not be the expert, but I have resources. So please feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have questions. I'm an open book. Um, and I'm happy to point someone in the right directions.
1: And and this I- could be an incredible like for anybody to to do these things. And if you're doing these things, and yet still, then it also could be like, okay, well, I've yes. controlled all these things. And yet, so maybe it's yes. time to see someone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, what we do this cycle is what our next cycle is like. It's going to take some time. And the great thing, though, is that it's going to feel natural to what your energy is already like. So it's not going to feel like this big undertaking, maybe like any other protocols or diets or workout programs that you've tried in the past that you know, God willing, you were just trying to help out yourself, help out your health, but Mm -hmm. why not work with what you're already naturally feeling? Um, And if there are women who are listening to this podcast that are on birth control or the IUD or anything, this is even if you input your withdrawal bleed as the week of your period in the app and you get used to the cyclical way of living, it's a great way to prime your body. By syncing food and fitness to your cycle so that your body feels more supported if you decide to transition
0: off of it as well. So, how, if people want to know more, they can find you. You have a website, you have courses, you have Instagram, and then also you work with clients one-on-one. Yes. Like? Yeah. Okay. So I I have
2: three tiers of help, and I help not your average woman, which is what I call my non-business owners who are women who just care about this shit. And mm. many of them are <clears throat> mothers and women who don't want their children to have to settle for painful periods and get thrown onto the pill before their bodies even had a chance to calibrate or anything. So I help Not Your Average Women. And then I have a very soft spot for female entrepreneurs and teaching them not only how to sink their health because their health is their energy source that's going to back up their million dollar business, but also how to sync a lot of components of their business with their cycles so that they're working mm. smarter and not harder.
0: Love it. Oh gosh, that's fascinating. Yeah, I love it. It's so, um, well, I was going to say niche, which I guess it is, but it also it would benefit like All of us, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and all of us are experiencing it and exposed to it. And it's just, it's almost like you're teaching us a new language right now, which it shouldn't be. This should not be the case. This should be like day one when we're taught sex ed, like females, I guess, should have a different sex ed class than like, it's crazy to me that we have not been educated on this.
2: I know. It is it's the wild. shit we should have learned in yes. school. It's crazy. Um, and yeah, so that's why I believe I my goal one day is to have something really cool and fun that could be included in schools. But I think that I could also reach more mothers. That's It's mm-hmm. going to start there in the home yep. because they can have a one-off course in school, but nothing relates to having that connection within your family or the female family members that you have mm-hmm. in your life. Thank you so much for everything you shared with us. The Menstrual Mogul podcast. So it's kind of a blend of business and health stuff and personal stuff as well, because I've got, I've got a lot of stories. Yeah, love it. <laughs> so
0: yeah, definitely check that out too. All right, guys, go follow her, learn more, empower yourselves. I can't wait to hear, I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, I know Colin and I are yeah. all over it and I can't wait to hear your guys' feedback. Um, and I will for sure be in touch with you, Jack, because I want to dive deeper and learn more. And, and I'm, oh, this is like, I'm in my get to know myself and love myself and treat myself really well era, you know? And I hope mm. that never, never ends. So never. <laughs> Amazing. Right, thank you. <laughs> That was incredible. Yeah. I feel just inspired. Me too. You know?
1: Me too. I really want to dig into these. Like, I've got the glucose part down. Yep. Right? The I, I want to dig into, like, modifying my movement a little bit. Yes. The movement. Better. And I'm very curious
0: about the food lists. The
1: face-friendly foods.
0: Yes. Face-friendly yeah. foods.
1: I love I'm that. Digging. Because it does make sense that the mood swing piece And that really is what gets me is like the bedrock, right? Mm -hmm. And like we, and that makes a whole lot of sense. So I can't wait to dig in and start to make some, you know, all these just seem like so doable to make a ginormous change.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's so cool to feel like, I, I guess it's empowered is the, is the word I would say, like there's people on our side. It's not just, I love when she talked about that 75 hard is actually not kind really for women. It goes against all of the things that really are to support us and keep us our healthiest. Um, I love that where it's like, oh, okay. I don't have to then be a hundred percent follow this thing to the T it's like, I want to be on the same team as my body and I'm going to start this.
1: Love it. Love it share you with love your it, friends yes,
0: yes share tag tag us on social yep. uh you know slam the five star do the things come over on patreon we love it over there patreon.com ncom slash you can sip with us um and in the meantime you can sip with, with us always, us always.
1: And, and we will we see, see you next, next tuesday. tuesday bye, bye.